0: The roles we play is written and performed by me, Leanna Bertrand. Episode 9, Ebb and Flow. I wake up to Lucy Sybil lying with her head on my chest, and for a moment I forget where we are. I tangle a hand through her hair and feel the silky curls between my fingers. I feel her lips curl up against my neck, and she lifts her head to kiss me. Hello, sleepyhead, she says. I bat at my phone and see the time. Oh, shit. Why didn't you wake me up? I've tried that before. You just end up cuddling me even more. Lucy Sybil smirks at me. Not that I mind that. I'm guessing that means you didn't even try. Not even a little. You're terrible. Unlocking my phone brings an onslaught of texts from Finn. Most of them are along the lines of, Emmy, you up? Or, Emmy, wake up. Emmy, you dead? The most recent one reads, Okay, whenever you're up, let me know. I want to go check and see if you still have... The book. Lucy already went home. Text me. Right. The book. Compulsion. This is not just another morning. Well, afternoon, actually. Still. I have questions that need answers, and that means starting with the book. After I shoot a text off to Finn telling him that I just woke up, I gather my clothes off of the floor and start getting dressed. Lucy Sybil comes up behind me just as I'm tugging my pants on, her arms coming to wrap around my waist. Her lips at my ear, she says. Do you really have to do this? I remember Finn's face last night, how terrified he looked when Lucy Sybil transformed. How... Angry, he'd sounded whenever he talked about compulsion, the complete disgust when referring to his own demon. Why does this feel different now? I've known what Lucy Sybil is since day one. And yet, after seeing her actually use an ability that was unquestionably not human, this shouldn't bother me as much as it does. If she breathed fire, if she could turn invisible, maybe it'd be different, but this is basically mind control. Calling it a suggestion doesn't make it better, and I just... I need to know things, I insist, stepping away from her. You could have asked me at any time, she says. I would have told you. We can still do that. Why bring Finn into this? I turn around and meet her eyes. She looks so wounded, but I ask my question anyway. What do you have told me? About the compulsion part, at least? You never asked. I shouldn't have had to. It's manipulation and you know it. I would never do it to you unless you asked. Lucy Sybil takes a cautionary step towards me. Never. All my abilities exist to protect you. That's the way we all are. She takes another step. I love you, Emmeline. In a different context, that would be the most beautiful phrase I've ever heard. Now it feels like someone's pushing a knife between my ribs. Is it because she means it or because she wants me to stop pursuing this? You love me because I made you that way. You put the intention there, yes. But it was up to me to make it real. I fell in love with you and everything that you are. I want to believe her. Before, I would've, without a second thought but she still doesn't seem to like the fact that I'm technically looking for answers and looking for them with Finn, who is not a variable she can quite control. Not without me finding out, anyway. And she'd said abilities plural. What else can she do? My own feelings toward her keep moving like a tidal wave, from uncertainty to hopelessly smitten. Emmeline? Show me, then, I say. Stay with me while I figure things out. I can't give this up. Until last night, I thought we were the only pair like this, and I bet Finn also thought that he was alone. I need to do this for him, too. Lucy Sybil nods. All right, I can do that. Her eyes flicker down to my lips. May I kiss you? Seeing how sheepish she looks is enough to make me laugh. In spite of everything, it's so sweet that she feels the need to ask. Aw, Dove. I reach up and wrap my arms around her neck. Things may be a little weird right now, but you're still my girlfriend. I don't think you need permission at this point. For once, it's Lucy Sybil blushing and not me. I wanted to make sure you knew that I wouldn't pressure you. (sighs) Damn it, she's so adorable. My heart turns into a puddle. Get down here. Lucy Sybil beams and leans down to capture my lips in a languid kiss. Before I know it, we're tumbling backwards onto the bed, and she's leaning over me and peppering more kisses on my forehead and my cheeks. I hold her face to halt her and lean up and kiss her nose. She giggles softly at that and responds in kind. Oh, no matter what she is, none of that changes the way she makes me feel. Whatever today may bring, I don't think I'll push her away. She means too much to me. I don't know if I can say I love you just yet, but... I brush some errant curls out of her face. You are everything I love about being alive. Lucy Sybil draws me up to sit. Truly? In every sense of the word. Now, as much as I enjoy you distracting me, I think we've kept finlading long enough. Lucy Sybil reluctantly helps me to my feet. I still want you to be able to ask me things, she says. Even after today. I'll keep that in mind. After eating breakfast at Finn's, we head back home to my apartment. Finn pushes past me as soon as I've unlocked the door. Where did you put it? Is it? He spots Lucy Sybil's wire sculptures artfully arranged on the coffee table. What are those? I do wire sculptures sometimes. From paper clips. I told you before, remember? Okay. Finn picks up one sculpture, a little blue elephant, examines it, then sets it back down again. Anyway, where's the book? Should be in the bedroom? Finn follows me as I go to root through the end table. What the- It's not here. No, that can't be. I haven't moved it. Bottom drawer shoved in the back right corner. It should be here. Unless- Lucy Sybil, where's the book? Lucy Sybil frowns. You're the only one who's touched it, she says. It might have already moved. <sighs> okay, great. Do we have any way of finding it? Finn pulls a face. Unfortunately, we might, he says. I thought you wanted to find it. I was hoping you already had it, he says. But you don't, so... You know how our demons are pretty much made for us, right? Yeah, they each have a set of powers suited to us. I mean, they all have compulsion supposedly to protect us. It is to protect you. Sure, sure. Anyway, they all have compulsion, but they also have a set that's unique to each one. I don't know what Lucy Sybil has, and I don't think you do either. I'll tell her if she asks me. Later. Keep going, Finn. So, Hades has powers based in finding things. Opportunities, weaknesses, stuff like that. I don't think it'd be too much of a problem to ask him to find the book. I just didn't want to have to talk to him again right away, but it looks like he's our only option. He looks over at Lucy Sybil. Unless you have some power that's similar? I do not. I'm sorry. Otherwise, I would. What good will locating the book do anyway? Just because you don't want us to find it, Emmeline wants to find it, so we'll find it. There's no question about that. What I want to know is what you intend to do with it once you have it. You've already done the ritual, what else could you possibly gain? That is actually a fair point. What are we going to do with the book when we find it, beyond, I guess, reading it? Other than figure out the specifics of what's really going on here? We're going to find whatever ritual it is that reverses this and get ourselves unbound. Uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who said anything about unbinding? I'm unbinding myself from Hades. And I think you should do it too, Emmy, but I can't make you. At the very least, we'll learn more about this and what it all means. I want to argue, but I bite my tongue anyway. Still, my face must have given me away because Finn says, I'm going to call Hades and see if he feels like coming down here. Finn walks out of the bedroom, leaving Lucy, Sybil, and I alone once again. You know, if you wanted to get yourself unbound, I wouldn't stop you. You could have control of your lifeline again. Either she's really bad with self-preservation, or she's still afraid that I'll leave her and is trying to convince me I'm not her prisoner. I've never thought about our relationship as a bond before, though I suppose that makes the most sense at its most basic. The offer is tempting. I can't deny that. The looming threat of my own extinction wouldn't be lurking at the back of my mind anymore. But having Lucy Sybil around hasn't given me anything to complain about. My life has been so much better with her. Can I really give that up? Do I even want to? Half the time I forget that my life isn't really mine anymore. Even so, in making the choice to stay bound, isn't that still taking control of my life, in a way? Giving myself the best experience possible before it all ends? The more I think about this in spurts, the more my head spins, and I just really want to settle on something. Lucy Sybil is everything to me. Of course, I want to know things, and I owe it to Finn to see this through, but I don't think that means I have to lose her. I take her hands in my own. I don't want to. I'll say it a million times I'm happy with you. Our bond makes me happy. I'm just, all right, I am a little scared right now. Lucy Sybil starts to pull away, but I hold on tight. Not of you. I know you'd never hurt me. I'm really more worried for Finn and what we'll find, but I don't want to be kept in the dark. The truth might hurt, but I'd rather it hurt now than later. Why does it have to hurt at all? Before I can come up with an answer, Finn comes back in he'll be here soon. How soon? There's a loud (coughs) from the other room. grimaces. Apparently, soon means now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Roles We Play. We'll be back next week. See you then.